0: the word wholeness. And today I'd really like us to think about what does it mean to be a people of wholeness? Years ago at the National Special Olympics, nine contestants lined up at the starting line for the 100-yard dash. And at the sound of the starting gun, they each set off down toward the finish line that is, except for the one child, who stumbled shortly after the start. She tumbled to the ground and began to cry. Two of the other racers, hearing the cries of the one who fell, slowed down and looked back towards the start. Then, without hesitation, they turned around. They began to run in the other direction toward the injured child. And while the other contestants raced towards the finish line, the two had turned around, hurried over to help the child stand up. The child was not hurt too badly and all three of them then linked arms and together walked the 100-yard track. By the time the trio had reached the finish line, everyone in the stands was waving and cheering The fastest runner had already won the 100-yard dash, but the last three to cross the finish line all had smiles on their faces. Think back on a time in your life when someone reached out and helped to pick you up at a time when you felt helpless, alone, And discouraged. We all have these moments and when we do we need others to help us out. It can sometimes be a hard lesson to learn but we all need to learn that we are not enough and we need others in our lives to inspire us, to care, to make us feel loved and to make us feel accountable. Each of us as individuals is not enough. Alone, one can feel overwhelmed and helpless. And alone, we must fend for oneself. And alone, one is left to only what one's personal experiences and knowledge might have. I know that for myself, when I am with another, one seemingly impossible challenge is divided by half. And when I am with many, the work is shared. Our insights and wisdom multiply with the presence of others who are at the table with us. We cannot be everything at once, and instead when you are with others, when you are a part of a community grounded in love, we are enough, we are whole. What does it mean to be a people of wholeness? Our understanding, the whole, comes from the old Dramatic and Norse languages Hal, halya, which give the sense of entire, unheard, uninjured, safe, healthy, sound, genuine, straightforward, undamaged, complete. You know, my father was not a professor, but one thing that I learned from him was that you don't really know something until you teach it to another. And we don't know our own wholeness until we see the wholeness of another or work to serve wholeness in our world. Wholeness, a sense of our own fullness, a spiritual realization of our own strength and beauty is given when we give of ourselves. We heal our own aches by healing the aches of others. We put back the pieces of our soul by helping others redeem their own wholeness. This concept was brought back to me this week. On Monday, I learned that a member of my extended family had died. And as the facts behind the death became known, I soon learned that my niece Julia had taken her own life The question that members of the family have been asking this past week is why? Why would a 14-year-old feel so alone, so depressed that they would want to end their life? I have asked myself that question over and over and have not found an answer. But what I have found is a resolve to do a better job, of being aware that there are people in our scope that are feeling less than whole and are feeling that there is no way out of their feelings in their own situation. Wholeness does not mean perfection. It means embracing brokenness as an integral part of life. Knowing this gives me hope human wholeness, mine, yours, our need not be an utopian dream. If we can learn to use our brokenness as seated for new life changes and new experiences. When was the last time that each of you took a really good look into a mirror? Do you remember what image you saw staring back at you? What was your reflection in the mirror? Several years ago, a movie was released by Barbra Streisand. I believe it was entitled The Face in the Mirror. I'm not quite sure about that. But it was based upon a story of a woman who had a relationship with her significant other. And she was always, he was always telling her that she was not good enough. And that he, that she would never be good enough. And her significant other was called away on work for a number of months. And after a few days, she looked in the mirror. And she did not like what she saw. But she started to see and begin to make changes in her life, to find ways in which she could be whole. She began exercising, she began a diet, and she began to realize that her wholeness came from within. And as the months and the days went by and her significant other finally came back to greet her, He did not recognize the person that he saw. And he wanted her to become that which he had known. But the woman had built up her own reservoir of strength and realized that she was on a road to becoming the woman that she saw in the mirror this time. She had begun to take the first step to wholeness in her life. Have you ever been in a situation where the actions of another person were confusing, hurtful, and frustrating? I know that I have, and when I look back on those situations, I realize that I spent so much time judging that person and being sad that they were not acting in a way that I expected them to act. And so, in our own lives, On our search for wholeness may I offer from my own experience as I had to learn to look in the mirror and to accept that which I saw. You know, I was raised in a wonderful home with parents who loved me, supported me, a mother who drove me crazy a father who encouraged. But there was a certain way that was never said that you were supposed to grow up to be. And that never quite seemed to fit into who I was inside. But as I grew and went to school and began to live this life that I thought that I had to be, the person in the mirror became the person that I thought everyone wanted to see, but was not the person that I was. So I graduated from school, married, began to raise a family. And as what always happens sometime in our lives, whether we're young, whether we're middle age, or whether we're old, because of circumstances, we all come face to face with that person in the mirror. And I came face to face with that person in the mirror and I recognized that the person on the inside was not the person on the outside. And so in my search to be authentic and to be whole, I reached out. I reached out to people that I knew I could depend on. I formed a, I found a community where I could be accepted, where I could be loved, where I could be me. And I still find that community and that community is the community of Unitarian Universalism where we really believe and practice and try to practice the inherent worth and dignity of everyone. We are a community of wholeness. We are a place that people who look in the mirror who are seeking for acceptance, for love, for understanding, can find it. And you, my people, are that community. Never underestimate the power that you have as a congregation and as individuals to change lives, to help people on that journey to become whole, to help them to connect with and accept who they are and to help them to find that wholeness, that joy, that peace in their lives. It is not our job to judge others for how they handle life. It isn't even our job to try and change people to make them better or more tolerable. Our job is to live in our own light, truth, and love. And when we accept others as they are, we give them the space to find their own path and to learn their own truth. Just because we accept and love others as they are does not mean that we have to participate in their stories or in their mentalities with acceptance and compassion come healthy boundaries, and after acceptance comes encouragement. Encouragement can come in all types of ways, and sometimes when you least expect it. But on that road to wholeness and encouragement, may offer to you what I have found as my guide, as what I call, Dave's Seven Steps to Wholeness. Step one, the people that you compare yourself to and compare themselves to, other people do. And we all compare ourselves either to other people, and I can assure you that the people who seem to have it all do not. When you look at other people through a lens of compassion and understanding, rather than judgment and jealousy, you are better able to see them for what they are, which is human beings. There are beautiful and perfect human beings going through the same universal challenges and joys and sorrows that we all go through. Step two. Your mind can be a very convincing liar. I saw a quote that said, don't believe everything that you think. (laughs) And that quote completely altered the way I reacted when a cruel or discouraging thought comes into my mind. Thoughts are just thoughts. And it's unhealthy and exhausting to give so much power to negative ones. Three, there is more right with you than wrong with you. The powerful reminder is inspired for one of my favorite quotes from the John Kabat Zim. Until you stop breathing, there's more right with you than wrong with you. As someone who sometimes need, tends to zoom in all perceived flaws, it helps me to remember there are a lot of things that I like about myself like the fact that I'm alive, that I'm breathing, and able to pave new paths wherever I choose. Point four, you need love the most when you feel you deserve it the least. This was a recent epithet of mine, though I'm sure it's been said many times before. I find that it's most difficult to accept love and understanding from others when I'm in a state of anger, shame, anxiety or depression. But adopting the above truth really shifts my perspective and has made me realize that love is actually the greatest gift I can receive during such times. Point five, you have to fully accept and make peace with the now before you can reach and feel satisfied with the later. And one thing I've learned about making changes and reaching for the next rung on the ladder is you can't fully feel satisfied with where you're going until you can accept, acknowledge, and appreciate where you are. Embrace and make peace with where you are. In your journey towards wholeness will feel much more powerful, rewarding, and satisfying. Point six, focus on progress rather than perfection and on how far you've come rather than how far you have left to go. One of the biggest causes of self-loathing is that concept, that hell-bent need to get it right. We strive for perfection and success, and when we fall short, we feel less and worthless. What we don't seem to realize is that our working toward our goals and being willing to put ourselves out there, are accomplishments within themselves. Regardless of how many times we fail, Instead of berating yourself for messing up and stumbling, give yourself a pat on the back for trying, for making progress, and for coming as far as you have. And point seven, you can't hate your way into loving yourself. Telling yourself what a failure you are won't make you feel any more successful. Telling yourself you're not living up to your full potential won't help you reach a higher potential. Telling yourself you're worthless and unlovable won't make you feel any more worthless or worthy or lovable. It sounds almost annoyingly simple, but the only way to achieve Self-love is to love yourself, regardless of who you are and where you stand. And even if you know that you want to change, you are enough just as you are. And self-love will be a lot easier each time you remind yourself of that. May you go forward this week and know that you have the love as you look around you of this community and as you face the trials of life that will come into your life. Know that you have a place. You have people who love you, who support you, who are here to help you grow in your wholeness to become all that you can be and know also that you have a minister who cares for you, who prays for you, and who loves you. I believe in the power of who you are, and I challenge each of you to accept, to believe, and to step into your own wholeness, to look into the mirror this day and to say, I am cool. (laughs) I am enough. I am loved. May it be so.